0: Welcome, the Wheel Nerds. This is episode 200. And hundred and eleven. I'm Chuck, and I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And dove il mio gattino. What? What? Uh, cool. La tua moto è in fiamme. Why are you waving your hands around like that? Ah, oh, so, sono di nuovo fuori di vino. I need an adult. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I was I was trying to speak Italian. I was getting in the in the in the in the spirit of the thing. Why is why are you trying to speak Italian? Well, you know you know how much I've been interested in Italian motorcycles. Yeah, the Moto Guzzi. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I got a I got a Piaggio product. You got a Piaggio. Well, no, I didn't. You got the MP3. Uh, No, 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 no. I did. I well, I got a Vespa. You got a Vespa. Yes. Did you buy Melinda's Vespa? No, no, I did not buy Melinda's Vespa. Okay, what did you get? I, I got a, uh, it's a 200, uh, Gran Turismo from a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. What year is it? It's a, it's an 07. So it's a carbureted 200cc Vespa. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it, in, in keeping with Todd's standards, this is not a Vespa in a perfect state of repair. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, it ran well and then it started puking gas, which to me says the, uh, needle valve and the uh, petcock are both toast. Um, Is it in fixed. pieces? A little bit right now. I mean <laughs> so you got three moment. bikes. I, I have three bikes. They're, they're <laughs> a little mixed together at the moment. why did you do that with your hand? That was the rubbing the forehead of the, the first days. They're a little mixed together just now, all those bikes. Are you, are you trying to make a single bike out of them? Some no, no, I'm not going to. Frankenstein I'm monster. Not, I'm not thinking a Vespa 200cc and 200cc engine swap into a Strom is a good play. That could be the starter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Strom engine. <is> pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the Vespa series, one of those ones that kind of fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, uh, my friend had been talking about selling it earlier in the year okay. and I talked to the wife about it and we had set a strike price for it of, you know, like we're if it's this much, then we do it, which was quite a low price. And, uh, and that came to be the price and low, it has come to pass in wow. the fall in accordance with standard tower procedure. It's the fall and someone has a bike that's not super great, but they're willing to sell cheap. And it wasn't in a box. It was not in a box. So no. you're already ahead. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, you know it needs the carb cleaned and a uh, new uh new petcock and probably some new like fuel lines but like we're talking about like a linear foot of fuel line and you know 40 bucks worth of shit and half a day swearing okay so manageable speaking of swearing mm-hmm. where's the strong all over the place What what's the state of the strong fucked f-u-c-t fucked. fucked okay so do you know what has fucked the strong. So after some conversation with Jason, who, okay, my mechanic. Yeah, uh, Chuck's mechanic, who is good people. Um, so I talked with him for a bit and he's as talky as I am. So it was quite a long bit. Yeah, um, I bet. Oh my God. The two of you in a room together. It was, it was, <laughs> it was uh, things, how many days did that take? <laughs> things, things got chatty. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so talked with him a bit and I said, okay, I explained, you know, how like the, the score in the cam journal and the C, the C, uh, sea washer thing that holds it up is mysteriously missing and i am thinking that's basically been smashed to bits and distributed around the head of the engine okay he's like yeah the it may be just a top end but for what a strom engine costs you're approaching the same cost and if anything is wrong with the bottom end like any of the rods have been you know cranked or you know or wrong yeah um then you're way over what it costs for a new engine i'm like that's kind of what i thought it's like yeah okay so i'll get back to you so i'm Waiting to hear back from Jason on how much this is going to cost me if I want to swap the engine. Okay. He's he, going to try to find you. Well, no, he, he actually said, he said, I'll have to find the engine. just I can ship it to his shop. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I'm waiting to see what the actual, like, labor quote on that's going to be. Oh, okay. Because, you know, it with the engine, and what I'm guessing labor would probably cost for this, I'm in the neighborhood of, like, a new Strom. Like, not a new Strom, but, like, an old shitty Strom like mine. Is you know, like, we're talking, like, almost the whole value of the bike at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, um, we'll so see. is the Vespa replacing the Strom? for the moment? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bridge bike. It maybe be something I just enjoy and keep. We'll okay. See. Okay. We'll see. I mean, it's got a lot of convenient features. So, you know, such as like. well, amongst other things, I have an electric seat opener. Haven't you ever thought I would like to get into the storage under my seat and you if only I could push a button to get into that? No. Well, worry no more. You, because it has come to pass. Do you have to turn the bike on for that? Uh No, no. You just have to have the little key there. Okay. Yes. It, it has the brown key and the blue key. You use the brown key to program it with a new blue key, and then the blue key will open things. What? Yep. So do you do? Can you? Do you have to be touching the bike to open it, or I think is the, it like a remote? I I the blue key has to be. I, I'm not sure if it's near or in the in the actual ignition. Okay. But if the blue key is right there, you can push the button. and It'll. <laughs> The seat will open. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty trick. That's kind of snazzy. Yeah, and then it has a glove box that drops everything out of the glove box every time it opens. <laughs> As they do. Yeah, well, it, so so here's the really funny part is I'm like, I want to go to open the glove box and I open it, and of course you, so this glove box is in the cowling at the front of the Vespa, yeah. and it's just a big fucking door, and it's there's nothing holding it up except for like the actual like uh, latch. Okay. And so you you push the bu- thing to open the latch. And it opens up and immediately falls over and everything in the club box fucking falls out. <laughs> it's it's very uniquely Italian. So, so here's the funny part. Do you know who has come up with a solution for this? Mm-mm. Would you believe Roger from Caribou? Yes. Because apparently Roger from Caribou has a GTS. And he got really <laughs> sick of all the shit falling out of the clump box every time he opened it. And so he has a, a thing you can put in there. That will hold it so it only opens part way, and you can actually put things <laughs> in and out. Ah, <laughs> oh. it's it's is don't dump your shit out of your best book product, I guess. I guess you could do a couple screws and a bungee cord, and, and yeah, you could get a similar effect. <laughs> but you know, this yeah. is a nice little like pocket with sides and
1: all mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah. Are you getting it? I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. Well, my my touch up paint fell out. Oh my god. I used touch up paint the other day, Chuck. For what? Your nails. Touching things up. What, your fingernails? There's a little scrape, there's a couple scrapes on it. Oh, okay. And you know, when you have a nice midnight blue Vespa, you don't want to have scrapes on it. That wouldn't do. Who are you and what have you done to Todd? <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> I fed him some wine. <laughs> you being concerned about how your bike looks. It's that, a Vespa, man. That's new. It's a pretty rig. Very pretty. Okay. I'm like, hmm, chrome racks. Interesting. Are you going to get matching gear? No. (laughs) No, I'm not going that far. Although the thing I am thinking about is one lady has a really cool, like, convenient top box that is made from a wine box, which just seems hilariously appropriate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Wine box. Sure. Yeah? Oh, my God. Come on. Wine wine box on a Vespa? Huh? The Todd I knew would be a milk crate. Uh, You don't carry milk on a Vespa. You carry wine. Italian. Todd I knew would do a milk crate and bungee cord. You gotta, you gotta, you And you, sneer while doing so. Wrench. Ride like Vinny. Wrench like Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> cargo like Vinny. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright. Well, I, unfortunately, so yeah, so unfortunately I'm not in the market for a, for a bike anymore. I know you, I know you enjoy chopping for me. I'm not in the market for a bike anymore either. Oh really? And fuck you Claire for ruining it for me. Oh really? Yes. How's that? Cause I bought a bike. Oh, good. I did. Yeah, and you already knew about it because fuck you, Claire, for ruining it for me. Oh, okay. All right. I was supposed to be surprised. You were supposed to be surprised. I was supposed to be surprised. Mm-hmm. So what did you pull up on tonight, Chuck? I pulled up on a 2018 Suzuki Hayabusa. And it is pretty. It's Black and red. And it says spicy bean curd right on the side. It totally does. <laughs> spicy bean curd for all the world to see. Except in real Japanese, it actually says Hayabusa. Yes, which actually means a peregrine falcon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I am. I would like to get... It would be pretty hilarious to replace that with, with spicy bean, bean curd. curd. Yeah. <laughs> just to fuck with people. I would like to do that. <laughs> that would be an amazing, an amazing improvement. I want to go to a calligrapher and get the artsy looking kanji yep. for it. And, mm-hmm. Then just have that done. Yep. Spicy bean curd. And yep. then 90% of people will never get the joke. And the ones who do... Yep. I just want to pull up. Some Japanese person see that double take on their face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, I got rid of the the Triumph mm-hmm. Sprint and got the Hayabusa. Cool, a brand new one had like two miles on it. Wow, okay, which is good because let's be honest, people test riding Hayabusa are probably not the people you want riding a bike. By so this is a fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. Our our local dealer, Moto United, uh, formerly Honda Suzuki. Mm. We've. Been, I've been there. You've been there. Claire's been there. Mm-hmm. They don't do test rides. Sure, it's not their thing. Not their thing. I asked for a test ride on the Busa, and they were like, "Yeah, when you're buying it, mm-hmm. you've gone. You tried to Claire, yeah. Claire. would have bought a. a uh, uh, so, the, uh, he would. He would. He would have bought a Westram. A He would have bought, would have bought something. It, ride, like ride it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 My friend Melinda. They let her test ride. Scrambler and a brand new SV650 Jesus Okay A Ducati Scrambler that was used And a brand new SV650 Hmm They threw the keys at her Huh I, when I, I went with her she went on one day, and then she was like, "I'm gonna come back the next day for the demo ride." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, "What demo ride? They're not gonna demo you shit." No fuck fucking you. demo we're anything. They're like, like, "We're a bike vending machine." Fuck yeah, off. I'm like, "Fucking get in a car. We'll go right now. I'll go with you." And just we pull up. They had both bikes parked out front waiting for her. What the actual screaming fuck? Right? What the hell? Parallel universe is she existing in? Holy I don't shit. fucking know. God. They were like throwing the SV. At. They were like, please, buy this SV. Take it for a ride. And it was, and, and you know, the, the salesman's like, so, you know, normally I tell people, you know, get on the highway, go here, go here, but whatever. Just be back in like 20 minutes. I'm like, where the fuck am I? What planet is this? And he's like, we're Moto United. Tell your friends. Uh-huh. So did they let you test ride the Busa? no <laughs> of course not that'd be ridiculous no 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 yeah I, I unfortunately moto united is because i know who they really are with a with a fresh name i they they still stand it they're still in my list of dealers i'm like they're like oh who's a good dealer locally i'm like I don't know. <laughs> still waiting. watching them away watching the way they treat I, and could be just salespeople, cause I had a different salesperson. Mm. Also could have been the fact that when I walked in to buy Dabusa, I was like, I want to buy Dabusa. Mm-hmm. Here's money. Mm-hmm. Can can I leave now? Ah, huh? fair. So I didn't even ask for a test ride at that point. I was oh, okay. like, I want that buy. You're just done. Yeah. Okay. But what the fuck? Yeah, that's bizarre. A brand new SV650, they let her test ride. I don't, I don't understand this at all. It's, it's baffling. I mean, like, I, I was at, I was at a used bike place and I pulled up on a fucking, you know, sidecar rig, which like normal people do not ride sidecar rigs, and normal people really do not ride my sidecar rig, right? Like Yeah. This is you, you, know, you pull up on that, you're not like, oh, this is some chucklehead who's, yeah. you know, never ridden before and he's gonna crash it. Like, what the fuck? I don't I don't know. I mean I, I would I I would have seriously like laid down a deposit on possibly one of the wings or the bandit. Yeah, they let me ride it but again right i want to fucking ride this shit right you know and make sure it doesn't suck or oops nobody's ever serviced the brakes surprise and i'm just sitting here going you're just letting her go and ride this shit and he's like yeah these are the bikes she's interested in i'm like who the fuck are you where the fuck am i (laughs) damn dude! what have i been fucking smoking today i don't know wow bizarre The funniest thing about when I went to buy the Hayabusa Mm -hmm. is I had three separate people at the dealership, salesman another salesman, I don't know, random people, the finance guy, all warned me, when you're pulling out a lot here, go easy. Because those tires are brand new, and we've seen way too many people just bend a bike straight out of the driveway. Did you just like stop at that point, and you're like, look over there. Like what? See that sprint? Yeah. That's what I fucking came in on. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't look like shit. That's true. Right. <laughs> it looks like a old <laughs> shit bag bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went in the other day and I was when well, I went back with Melinda, they had my that this turbo Sprint parked out front with mm-hmm. the other used bikes. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to the salesman. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's my bike. He's like, oh yeah, that old Sprint. I haven't ridden yet. I haven't gotten around to it. I'm like, that you're bike like, has a turbocharger. You're like, you need to get on it. <laughs> like that, that bike has a turbocharger. He's like, it does? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that thing makes gobs of power. You should go, you should ride it. Go give it a whirl. Comes back, is like, huh,
1: I just want to see my family again.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. So, so, right. Bike comparison, power comparison. And I know it's still in like break-in, so you can't hit the like the fun bits. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed to, but so Hayabusa power versus turbo sprint power. Um, differences. Because I mean, theoretically, their peak is similar, right? Right. The Busa feels a lot more torquey. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, it idles just fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't die, <laughs> dies a lot less often at stoplights. It has not died at a stoplight yet. Um. Very torquey. Mm-hmm. Very confidence inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's like a flight attendant that doesn't wear panties. Mm. So it's it. Now, do you think the torkiness and the sort of like friendliness down low is what makes it so problematic for the up high part? Oh yeah, yeah. And even just even straight off of a uh, light, I yeah. have yet to leave a light or a stop yet without sounding like a complete asshole. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Every time. Every goddamn time, yep. Chuck. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what the that's what the stock pipe. Yeah, with the stock pipe pipes. Pipes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, pipes. <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm like going as gentle as I can on that throttle, but I still sound like a complete douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you are riding around in a boost, so in fairness, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's an amazing bike. It's cool. I've gotten used to the posture and the stance mm-hmm. uh, a lot faster than I thought I would. Yeah. I thought I'd be like dying for a seat change or Healy bars. Yeah. In the first week and. Uh, It's been it's been all right. I've slapped on some tank pads. Sure. You know, able to hold on. Mm Mm-hmm. Put on the gibby, so it's been a commute vehicle. I was surprised at how long it is, even without the giant swing arm that you will inevitably put on. That's coming. Okay. With LED accents and stuff. Well, you. Of course. Yeah. Ooh, what the fuck. Yeah. Duh. You need like a, you need like a six foot long swing arm. It's coming. <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you actually order it on the day. They just, they wrap it right into the loan for you. Yeah. 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 So you want the six or the five foot swing arm? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to wheelie too much. I'm trying to, you know, keep it tame. I'll do the six. I'll do the six. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be a complete asshole. No, no, a six. Yeah, it's a long bike. Yeah. 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 You don't feel bunched up on it. Mm -hmm. Not like, uh, what was it, the KTM Duke, Mm -hmm. Super Duke? Yeah. I felt crunched up on it. It's small. Yeah. And the Hambusa, I I feel pretty luxurious. Almost spacious. Yeah. Oh, it's very confidence inspiring. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I see why, what's his name? Ben Roethlisberger Mm -hmm. went through a windshield. Let's, (laughs) Let's go fast. It's not a trap. You know, it, that's one of those bikes. I think you said this about the Bandit. Mm-hmm. Where you get on the freeway and you go and you look down and you're like, oh, I'm doing 90. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. This, this, the turbo sprint, you knew you were going fast. Sure, yeah. yeah. Wine, everything. Wailing. Yeah. Yeah. Buzo's like very sneaky about it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you sound like an asshole, right? Stop. Right, yeah, right from the start. It just sound keep like sounding asshole. like an asshole the whole way up. You're like, "Well, I'm still an asshole. <laughs> I'm only on first gear. How fast could I be? Oh 70 That's neat. Who? <laughs> My <laughs> goodness me. Golly. <laughs> Golly, gee, officer. <laughs> you see, officer. <laughs> I was in first gear, and yeah, that that was why I was doing the wheelies. <laughs> And I may have flipped someone off. It may have been you. That could have just me been waving in panic. Yes. Help, help. This bike is going too fast. Yes, it could have been me waving for help. That was a binary two. Too fast, (laughs) sir. As you can tell, I'm a nerd. Please, please stop. Please Please. be gentle with those handcuffs. (laughs) Please don't taste me, bro. Unfortunately, you're riding a Busa and you're just waiting to be tased. <laughs> They're like, well, I'll tase this guy. Yeah. It's got asshole written all over. I'm pretty sure that kanji is Japanese for asshole. Oh, maybe I should do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's up front. Yeah, Come it's honest. right out there for everyone to see. But, you know, I'm thinking I'm 46 years old. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a point where me buying a sport bike will look ridiculous. Mm hmm. Why don't I buy a sport bike now? Just own it. Just Yeah, just Just go big. Get now. And my wife's like, whatever you buy, I don't care. Just make it new and buy the extended warranty. And the extended swing arm. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Why? Duh. right in the loan. (laughs) That's where I'm going to bolt a sidecar to someday. (laughs) Kids, don't bolt sidecars to your swing arm. Unless they're seven feet long. Even, even. <laughs> It'll look badass. Look up unsprung weight. But she's bet way back there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna like, be fucking like awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. There, there's other better options out there though for 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 people who may be buying than the new Busa with the the six foot swing arm. I I hear next year's Busa will have a turbocharger stock. Oh, thank goodness. Because <laughs> fuck you, Kawasaki. Yes. All right. First up, we have a 1972 Honda ST90. I thought you, this would appeal to you. Hmm. They want eight, they want $1,750 fucking dollars. This was before I knew you had bought the Vespa. Yes. Runs good, has 125cc on it. No modifications to frame made. I have all the original parts too, if you want to turn it back to stock. Needs headlight and taillight and some TLC. <laughs> <laughs> Fast. Runs good. Fast. There needs to be air quotes there. And off-road capable. Very similar to Trail 70 or CT 70, but not as cool. Cash or trade, <laughs> let me know what you got. Cars or bikes, running or not. Text for more pics or video. Yeah, this is a Shadow Economy item. This no, is not But a, it looks really nice for the Shadow Economy, doesn't it? No, I, It looks like something that would be cool. It, it would be sort of cool. You mean, know, honestly, it, it looks like a Trail 90 that sucks to me. Like a pit bike or something, you know? Yeah, I, which, you know, again, it, it looks like a Trail 90 that sucks. Why you got be so racist? <laughs> racist about it. It's a Carolina that sucks. Because it's green. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. No, and, and you know, like the, the, the my favorite part is that the back tire is cluey really put in the front he is fuck. This bike? Yeah. Yeah you put two ads for the same bike. And he put a higher price on the other ad. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, oh and the one's six hours old and the one's eleven days old. Yeah. So this he's, is the this nice is the, the you bit. need to get rid of this. Why doesn't anyone want to buy this? I don't know. i don't know hey you're into these motorcycle ah you like those two thousand dollars it's a 1984 honda go wing low mileage runs great call for more information two grand best offer cash only i am bad at internet and computers well in fairness if you look at the guy in the picture who is presumably dave he is not good at internet. He's, or he's, from an, he's from a generation that is not especially... I don't know app. what he took these pictures on, which is why I grabbed this ad, but it is not a camera made in this century. No, no. This appears to be like a cell phone camera from like one of those old Nokia bar phones. <laughs> you know, when the cell phone camera was a novel idea. I thought it was just the one picture, but they're all like... this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're it's, it's all... It's, a, it's a exciting. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Old Goldwing, though. That's more your bag. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I do $2,000 for it. That's, that's awful steep for a 1984 motorcycle. I can't tell if it's clean or not. Who can fucking say? Picture pixelated to hell. You can't tell by the pixels? Um, I mean, this looks, honestly, this looks like an 8-bit Goldwing. This looks like, like, like no, is, no, no, too many colors. No, this is, this is a 16-bit Goldwing. This is, uh, this is this a Super Nintendo era Goldwing. It? No, wait, what was it called back in the early 90s? CGA, EGA. Yeah. Remember yeah. that graphic standard. Yep. That's what this is. Yep. Yeah. before you would wait for forty-five minutes before you got the picture of Samantha Fox topless. Yes. <laughs> I see a boob. I see a boom. Mom picks up the phone. Mom.
1: <laughs> God damn it. God
0: <laughs> yeah. I almost had nipple. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want a super pixelated Goldwing, I guess. Yeah. You know, retro too graphics grand. are cool these days. Two grand? Too much? Too much. Way too fucking much. Yeah. I mean, I, I and it's got like the ugly, like, like. Pseudo, I it looks like what might be the ugly tribal like trying too hard graphics on it. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, if it was just like a clean, even I can't if, tell if that's tribal or barbed wire. I, or I what don't know. Even, even it's everywhere. I mean, totally clean, running great 1984 wing. Ah, that's <laughs> grand still so steep. Maybe if it, maybe if the paint is perfect and the seat's perfect and it has. All of the like the keys for the luggage and like everything is like nice. And like the fiberglass and the luggage is nice, which it's not gonna be. What scares them. me about this bike? Low mileage. That is also a worry. And it's like that, a thirty year old bike. Well and at that at that point at that point my Vespa sat for a couple of years and you know, the, the, the gas just ate the shit out of it. Yeah. It's new everything in the gas system. This boy. <laughs> yeah, no. That yeah. the, at the Anything fuel system in this with low mileage is instantaneously suspect. Anything rubber is suspect. I mean, on goes the list. 1970, (laughs) super Russian BMW in quotes motorcycle with sidecar, four thousand fucking dollars. OBO. Pictured with no front fender on it because that's what the kids are doing these days. But the front fenders beside it. It's nearby for easy, eventual theoretical replacement. This is a collector's model. Yeah. Accessories are partially disassembled. Motor and training are complete. And run! Sidecar needs bolting down. (laughs) (laughs) All parts, as far as I can figure, are included. Some might call it a basket case. Motorcycle enthusiasts call it a treasure if they are really stupid. this bike <laughs> has permanent vintage license plates because they are rusted on yes they cannot be moved. tires are great condition has spare tire included lies and misdirection Everything is there just assembly needed. This belonged to my 94 year old uncle or so we say <laughs> yeah um maybe uh, that that I think somebody would buy just to salvage the sidecar from. Yeah, for four grand though. Yeah, not for four grand. I mean, I mean, the folks at Cerberus had one that they got for like a grand that was, you know, to salvage, like yeah. going to put a Goldwing engine in. He had, he had big plans for that thing. He still does. Um, but yeah, no, four, four, four fucking it's a thousand dollars. Model, fuck though. you. It's, it's a collector's collect- model. Vintage. It's like a Ural, but shitty. <laughs> and that's saying something. You yeah, say that. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna mention. <laughs> well, I don't want something quite as crappy as a Chang. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, you know, but I, but I don't want something quite as, as refined as a Ural. We'll do the Niebuhr, you know. Um, that No. Let's, let's go with no. This is a 99 Honda Shadow. Mm. 1100, 26 inch front wheel. Mm-hmm. Vance and Heinz exhaust needs some TLC. Oh, imagine. And a grenade. I would like to trade it for a LS1 Mustang 4x4 bike, motorcycle, bagger, lifted, boosted. Don't offer me no junk. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get into the Shadow economy, but this bike, is, this bike is not gonna quite make it. It's got speakers too all nice. over. Nice. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a customized Shadow with you know like the it's a super show bike. super show bike paint and the the speakers in the in the side cases and on the. Frame and all it just fucking speakers everywhere he wants one thousand two hundred and thirty four dollars which that's I, nobody actually wants. no it's there that makes it legal ah. he put it in facebook okay. ah. legal now it's in facebook huh he wants to trade it for something nice but no i have one thousand two hundred and thirty four dollars that's okay, my i be bike. perfectly honest with you if this thing runs or even if the tlc it needs is like clean my carb uh-huh that would be worth buying it for because you'd probably get some asshole to buy it for <laughs> two grand. You could sell this to somebody with like a receding hairline for two to three grand, easy. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like that paint job. Oh, it's fuck ugly. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. A, but he's got the bumping beats. It, it, <laughs> yeah. And as yeah. Ro giggles about, and what do you, what do you, beats wait for no one? <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you suppose the chances are that those side cases buzz like a motherfucker when the beats <laughs> <Yeah>. hit? <laughs> 100. You know like the but, old shitty civic with the license plate vibrating. You know the sound. But but will they catch on fire? Fifty fifty. <laughs> it's a Honda Shadow. The exhaust the exhaust velocity is not sufficient to make anything catch on fire. It can't catch itself on fire. This bike can't catch a cold. <laughs> oh <laughs> don't offer me no junk. Don't offer me no junk. Yep. Yep. Shadow Economy is coming soon. Available. Oh, my God. It has arrived. (laughs) Motorcycle. Quote, unquote. With sidecar. Quote on more quotes. Generously. Generously discounted to $877. Generously labeled a motorcycle. 100cc Honda Mini Trail Clone, a.k.a. Chinese piece of shit. Runs great. Electric and Kickstart. No title. Imagine. (laughs) this thing is a blast as in will explode low mileage kilometers. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, but think I'm ready to move on to something else, which is less shitty would consider trade for a nice dune buggy style. Go kart. <laughs> so this is indeed a, a, it's nothing like a trail mini trail. It, yeah. It, oh man. So yeah. it's like a pit bike with a, with a sidecar that appears to be made from the slats from like a deck chair. In, yeah. The floor. For mm-hmm. sure, I, yeah. I don't know about that frame. The frame might actually be welded. I'm trying to figure right out where I've could. seen the frame before. I swear to God, I've seen it before. Or if someone did that, is it the bowsprit from a boat? Could be. Yeah. Someone had a vision. Uh huh. And they made this instead. <laughs> Two people on that thing. You you will eventually hit thirty. You think? You duck real low. You know, like <laughs> like like like. I mean, and I'm talking like like. Like way down low, like Lance Armstrong with the fucking like swoopy helmet kind of low. And if the sidecar rider is is pushing wind running next to it. And slope. (laughs) Uh wow. Can't you just see that deploying out the back of an SUV though on the freeway? No. (laughs) I think it would be it would immediately immediately run out of gas and be run over. (laughs) It would be hilarious. I can't I can't it's like a life pod. What, what possesses you to make this? (laughs) That's the part that baffles me the most. You've, you've got a a shitty mini trail Chinese clone and and some parts from a boat and a blowtorch and a welder and a 12 pack of Bud Light. Okay. All right. Well, the part that, the part that really gets me the most about this is like, I can't, I can't see the up close pictures, but from a distance, like the sidecar looks reasonably well constructed. Yeah. And he actually has a four point attachment. Yeah. Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. It is an odd looking thing. It is a strange thing. Yep. I'm just I'm just I can't get back past the why. <laughs> you know, like I mean what if it, someone had a vision, Todd. Someone had a vision. Someone had a vision. And though it has come to pass yeah, I, the only thing it shows me is that somebody actually made like a genuine, like kind of okay sidecar attachment. Yeah, the lower front one is a little too far back for my liking, but otherwise, like it it's looks a four like point attachment. Like they had, they had an idea of what they were doing. It might actually work, kind of. Watch, Claude made this. Yeah, it was Claude. <laughs> he, was, he was he was drunk. <laughs> he was drunk. He's not proud of it. Had some parts. Mm. He was young. He needed the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> an experimental face. <laughs> Uh, next up we have a 1981 Yamaha 650 special for 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, in the 600, by the way, as far as I can tell is like the, the, the grand unified price of a UJM. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of like the, the, where they land. And I got 600 bucks. I need a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. This is very good condition. Yamaha 650 special. The engine turns over free, but does not run. And I have no title. She's very close to being a running machine. If it, maybe. Not stolen. Shoot me text Make make an offer. Make a fair offer. Make a fair offer. Like, go to the fair? Your shit, no run. How does <laughs> 300 sound? Put it in the back of my truck. How 300 sound? Count yourself lucky. Yes. You can go buy some tacos. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is, this would be, this would be the, uh, you know, just, it's almost a runner. And, oh, by the way, um, how long has it sat? Long, pregnant pause. You know what I really like about this? What's that? He's got the, a picture of a bike that's seen better days propped up on the seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what it should look like. I think that's actually the shop manual that he has propped up on the seat. Oh, okay. Is that what that comes is? with a shop manual, okay. which you will need. Uh, you'll probably need to get it running. Something I, tells I, me you'll need this. I couldn't. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's just still so got the, well, the, yeah, if it's the shop manual, then definitely that's a picture of a better bike that's seen better days. One census. Yeah, I did the, I mean, apart from my dislike of U jams and of buckhorns, which this one of course has. Uh huh. Um, but round eye loves buckhorns. Uh, I know round eyes just buy anything with buckhorns. So this is, this is, you got it's got two problems with it. One is it's a twin cylinder U jam. These were the, these were the, these were dying out at this point, right? Okay. Cause the, the four banger UJMs had come along. The CB750 had come. Everybody's mind was fucking blown. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were still churning these out. These two cylinders, Jap, the, so these two cylinders were clones of the British bikes, mm-hmm. which were at the time the least shitty bike. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course the four cylinder UJMs came in. British bikes were shit. Well, these yep. are shit too. Um, <laughs> the Japanese made shit. So they're moderately more reliable. Okay. But yeah, it's still just, It's just crappy. But Buckhorn. Buckhorn. Yeah, I am, I am intrigued by the (laughs) Buckhorn. Just need some fringe, leather fringe on Mm, that. Yeah, some tassels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. I could buy it. I could buy it. Yeah. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the economy. VW Trike, $1,800. This is a VW Trike from the Badass Trike Company. (laughs) They're trying too hard. It has a new motor, new paint. It needs finished, put back together. So is this not a picture of what it actually looks like at the moment? I, I have a lot of questions. This has a title. Has a title and a VIN number. I can start That's it for nice. you. Mm-hmm. Now on the plus side for this thing, mm-hmm. this is probably the most interesting looking VW trike. Like it doesn't scream VW. Right. It doesn't have the actual, like, literal back half of the BW. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Someone didn't just build a frame out of the back of a Slice BW. the front off a of Fiaro and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this looks like something that was actually constructed around the engine. There is a frame which was constructed around the engine as opposed to just like, you know, welding yeah. some random shit together. Yep. So, you know, good on them, I guess. From um, the badass trike company. Yes. Yes. Which I can it say I've never heard of. I, I and will, may in fact be made up. We're not into trikes. No, especially not this, because it is my favorite, the Delta trike. (laughs) Which you already knew because it's a VW trike. Yes. Because it turns out in order to make a VW trike, what you do is you take the back ass end of a VW bug and you put a front wheel on it. (laughs) And you're done. Let's go home, everyone. Good job. This one had some effort put into it. It lacks a few noticeable things I'm going to throw out. Okay. Let's begin with (laughs) brakes, which are conspicuously absent. Yeah, this is like that old school chopper, no brake, no, yeah, front no brake. Yeah, no, they still no no this, this has no brakes. There's gotta be brakes somewhere. Where? It? Show me where the brake controls are in it. Somewhere. They're not on the hands, there's no cables, they're not on the feet, there's no cables, there's no linkages anywhere. There's gotta be brakes. Nope. This shit not stopping. Is that what she means by needs to be finished? The, the VW trains, she don't stop. <laughs> you put your feet down. Mm. You wear big platform boots. Mm-hmm. Put your, with cleats. Mm-hmm. Put your feet down. Seems brave. Seems brave. Well, it doesn't go very fast. That is true. That is true. Really, does it not have any controls? I I don't see any brakes or controls of any kind. I mean, how do you shift? You know, there's a lot of questions I have in this type of situation. There's something hanging off. The left peg. It looks like there's supposed to be that a linkage looks like there. A, yeah, but it look, I, And yet, and yet, no linkage is present. This this thing it really isn't done. No, this isn't remotely done. No, yeah. no. I mean, there's not even linkage to the throttle. How do you make it go? Where's the go fast button? Hopes, dreams, mm-hmm. wishes. Go VW, go! Wow, yeah. I I'm really kind of curious about the story behind this thing. Yep, I can start it. This engine runs. Great. How do you control it? You don't. <laughs> the motor, motor, where's the gas? You know, that's an excellent question too, actually. Where where's is, the gas tank? I don't see a gas tank. Uh, how do you gas tank? How do you, how do you even? Is this a prototype? I think that this literally can't even. This is just, uh, <laughs> just can't even. Yeah, it can't even. This is like, let's see if the motor fits in the frame stage of, completion. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, fall, fall, in fairness, the things that are left are not complex exactly. But it needs work to be for it. Oh, there's a, there's a fair amount of work to be done yet. Yeah. Jurassic World. 2016 Triumph Scrambler. And helmet. Is it a Jurassic World helmet? or Just a helmet. Let's see. Do you want to chase raptors, Todd? No. Here's a gorgeous 2016 Triumph Scrambler Pacific Blue. Same type of bike used in the Jurassic World movie. Okay, step the fuck back. I was told this was the Jurassic World Scrambler. And helmet. Except in a better color. That's not the one. This is a great bike with low miles, 2800. Mm-hmm. It is in excellent condition. No scratches, dents, never been dropped. This thing has been babied. Mm-hmm. It is mostly standard, except for the modified exhaust, which Doesn't gives count. it more of a roar. Doesn't count. Selling it because I don't ride as much as I thought I would. Imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back. Okay, wait, no, just stop for a second. So this is an Eagle Mountain, yep. Utah, yep. which is like one of the exurbs. Like, it's out in the edge of the fucking Great Basin Desert, as you can see from what's around it, okay? Right. Like, the only trees are the ones that are a year old that have just been planted when the subdivision <laughs> was built. They're in your yard. Behind this bike, you can see the subdivision of homes. Do you want the square, the rectangle, or the L-shaped house? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This bike has no dirt on it anywhere. The tires have barely been ridden. This bike is sat it was bought. Yeah. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or whenever you bought it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to find it a good home for on price. No trades. I'm including an LS2 SC3 helmet in gunmetal gray. Why As not? we know, those are high quality oh, helmets. $100 value. Size mm-hmm. large. Like new condition. used less than five times. Imagine. Features, drop down visor and quick release chin strap. This is like the reference case for the the. He bought this bike, thinking he would like motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely the the vibe I get, and we're assuming he because the name, ad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a. I'm going with I'm going with this the the suburban. Suburban guy who's like, I think I saw like Jurassic me. World and was like, I want to be Chris. Cool like yeah. I want to be so cool like that. I want to do that. Holy shit, show. this is scary. No. God, this is hard. <laughs> Holy fuck. No Excuse and me. no. Excuse me. No, we're in we're in Utah County. Frick. Oh my heck. Holy frick. Holy frick. Holy frick. 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 This is scary. I'm terrified. I should have taken a class from Todd. This all would have gone so much better. I'm sure that's exactly Mm-hmm. I bet that that's what came Clearly, Forbeta. and he's like, I don't even know who the frick Todd is, but I just know I, I wish have, I'd taken a class. Yeah, from him mm-hmm. specifically, yep. that guy. Him. Uh huh. Yep. Well, the bike isn't in, in pretty great condition, and it hasn't. It's pretty. Yes, yes, and it's fuel injected, so the sitting that long probably won't do it any harm. Yeah, it's close enough. It ain't good it's for it, like but it. probably be alright. Yeah, it's alright. that. Really exciting scrambler motor. My daughter curses like a Utah. Should I be concerned? Yes. Mm. 100%. Damn it. You mean darn. Darn Darn it. Shucks and Begora? She likes to say frick a lot. Oi. Frick. I'm all like, I know what you're really saying. You know. But that, you're right? technically not swearing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there it is. You can go. You too can go. I, although I'll be honest with you, the fall purchases. I mean, I I do more great fall purchasing in in out outside the city subdivisions than anywhere else. This is like Todd bike shopping time we're coming into. Yeah. Oh my God, I bought a bike this summer and I don't think I want it anymore. Oh, well, I'll be happy to buy that for bottom dollar. <laughs> so <laughs> I got the Bandit. Claire, drove me, Claire drove me of dollars. Claire drove me way the shit out to a subdivision like this. and yeah. I was like, you know. Gave the guy bottom dollar for it. That is a pretty bike. Here's a dollar. It's the bottom one. Yeah. It is nice looking. Yeah. I think I think he wants a little much for it. I think so too. He he's basically like, hey, this is brand new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pay me. Pay me like it is. Pay me. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. One hundred percent doesn't work that. way. But I upgraded the pipe. Doesn't count. Yeah. One hundred percent doesn't count. Who cares. So, Chuck, did you know that I'm into motorcycle podcasting? No, I've never figured that out. Yeah, yet. it's just thing I do on the side. Oh, Not weird thing. Oh. Yeah. Did you know there's actually other motorcycle podcasts out there? Really? That's yes. weird. That aren't the pace. So who? Right. Take that. Us? Mm-hmm. I think we're the granddaddies now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's see what the youngsters are listening to. Okay, so we are on with Wes Fleming, a fellow podcaster. He's the digital media editor for BMW MOA. This wow. podcast is called Chasing the Horizon, and he does some motorcycle tech videos called Nick Uber Max, mm-hmm. which I, I don't care how that's pronounced. Your videos look like swiping a card. <laughs> he gave <laughs> up a long series of CV750s to try out a BMW and hasn't looked back since 2001. He's dabbled with being a guitarist in rocket bands for 30 years and sucks
2: at it. <laughs> Pretty much. We, we all have our. <laughs> but he keeps riding motorcycles. There. Now
0: you work night and weekends for a BMW MOA. And, uh, oh, you spend your days working for a cybersecurity firm.
2: Yes, I do. In Virginia.
0: Me? Wow. So he's a spook. So I need to. So I need to look him up sometime when I need a gig. Okay, check.
2: Yeah, I'm about the, the least. I'm about the most far thing from a spook as could be. I'm I'm more of an office manager. That's what the spooks always say. Yep. As As, as far as, I as know. you know,
0: I'm just a normal guy with a briefcase. Nothing to see here. Who's that? Oh, oh he's just a cook. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Yeah, wasn't that a movie? The cook seems. It seems familiar somehow. Yeah, and all of Steven Seagal's movies are actually documentaries. Mm-hmm. I long suspected. Hey, Wes, welcome to the show. Hey, glad thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Are you just excited to be on a podcast that you don't have to edit afterwards? Oh, you have no idea. Oh, I've got some idea. <laughs> Pretty good idea. A, <laughs> Pretty good idea. Two hundred and some episodes in. We've Chuck's uh, been ideas. doing all the editing work lately. Now that my kids are at the age, but uh and I'm not good at it, so I've got some idea.
2: Yeah, I, pr- I pretty much, uh, I gave up after the first, uh, four or five episodes and I just, if, if they want to say, um, and pop their lips, I just let them do it at this point.
0: Yeah, I just, I just went full. I, I, I had the exact opposite effect. I'm not quite at Rose level from Project Archivist, but I'm, uh, I'm, I Is have it, feelings. I, I, depending on what the, um, sounds like, I'll leave yeah. it at If it sounds natural and it's a chain of thought, then yeah. Yeah. If it's, uh,
2: uh, uh, yeah, that's gay. The, you
0: uh, yeah,
2: you need you need a sexy um to leave it in. Um, um exactly. Yes. You are never getting to that. Just give hello. <laughs> so, so uh,
0: <laughs> uh, back to the guest. Oh, right. Sorry, guest. Hi. <laughs> no, no. You guys go right ahead. <laughs> Proceed. Working for BMW MOA.
2: What is that like? Because I give you guys money. And we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it's you know, I, it. I was I was just talking to one of my coworkers today, and uh, I can be honest with you guys, right? Nobody else is listening to this. No but, one uh, else listens to this. There, there are there are days that it's really really great working for a big um, a big organization, and there are days that it really truly sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a ton a ton of great people in the MOA, um, but it's, it's like the it's. It's kind of like the Internet where the the great people, you, you see them, you talk to them one time and you never hear from them again. And then the miserable people are the ones that you hear from constantly because they're angry and they want to make sure <laughs> they're getting their, their money's worth. And, you know, I'm I'm part of the process that makes sure they're getting their money's worth. And sometimes it's really hard, but. 90% of the time, it's a really, it's an awesome job. I work with great guys and we get to write about motorcycles and talk about motorcycles all the time. So, but just the BMWs, right? Because otherwise they'd shoot you. Well, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started my podcast is because I, I love BMWs. I ride BMWs. I've been riding BMWs for 16, 17 years. And, uh, but I love motorcycles period. And I, I like to ride motorcycles period and I wanted to do something that that kind of, you know, fit in with my job at the MOA, but still also gave me the opportunity to talk about pretty much any other kind of motorcycle. Because um, it's a big world out there, and not everybody likes sticky-outy cylinders. Sticky-outy cylinders? I love
0: sticky-outy yeah. cylinders. Although, not the droopy ones on BMWs. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> you prefer the, the Cs that are are perkier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, he won't shut up about Gootsies. Well, unfortunately, ta- yeah, I- all I can do is talk about them. I Can't fucking see one.
2: <laughs> well, I gotta. You guys come visit me in Central Virginia in Richmond. We got a Gootsie dealer downtown. They're fantastic. I can't hear you. La 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 la, <laughs> la
0: la la. Well, if I end up in North Carolina cleaning out a flooded house, I will make sure to uh, come now.
2: There you go. And there's actually a, a big uh, Gootie community here. They have a, a rally every year. uh Well, kind of more like a festival. All sorts um, of them. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good number. Um, and a lot of the guys in the local BMW club are, are Gucci riders too. So, well, it's a, it's a good community in, in right here. Of course, they don't venture very far away from Richmond because. <laughs> and Todd's interest in goozies just
0: dropped a notch. Ooh, what
2: was that? I felt it
0: slipped. I mean, Piaggio, Piaggio had me with a pet carrier in the Vespas, but, but then it slipped again a little. BMW thing. <laughs>
2: So I assume you guys live out, out west somewhere, right? Utah. Utah. Oh, so yes. you can get pretty much anything you want except for the really exotic stuff.
0: Yeah. You mean like drugs?
2: Oh, no. Wait, no, what? I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> like
2: Gucci's and maybe, um, I don't know. Ducati is pretty pervasive in the industry. You guys got a Ducati, yeah, yeah, we
0: Ducati We have Ducati, Triumph, BMW all in one house. Yeah. The exotics we can't get the others, you know, the, 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 primary brands and the kind of secondaries we can get, but the exotics forget it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. You know, I mean, not that you would buy one, but it's really nice to go look at them and see what they're doing in person. Pictures never really translate quite as well. Yeah. Yeah. You got to feel it. You got to, you got to feel the engine under you. In the case of the Gootsies, you got to feel it, like try to knock you over if you rev it too hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. And you know, I, I just listened to the last episode yesterday. Um, and, and I, it didn't dawn on me before, but one of you guys has a sidecar rig too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. have a bandit. We both have sidecar both rigs, have. He's got
0: He's got the bandit.
2: Yep. So, so I've, I've got, I love my sidecar rig. I've got mine built on a K1200 RS, which mm-hmm. is. Yeah. BMW calls it a sport touring bike only because it weighs 778 pounds, mm-hmm. uh, wet and you can't call it a sport bike at that level, but it came stocked from the factory with 130 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And the only way to avoid getting speeding tickets on the damn thing is to put a sidecar on it. Yeah. So what then do have at these, Yeah. I have a, it's a Hannigan classic. It's just a normal run of the house. Uh,
0: yeah. Let's see. Oh, so strong. Oh, God. I'm have, sorry. You have your gotta, stupid little trim buttons, too. I'm so jealous. God. Oh,
2: God. That's the best thing about it, oh. especially when you don't have a passenger. Oh, my. Uh, God. To be able to just reach up there with your left thumb and, and adjust the the tilt. Oh, nobody passing. likes you.
0: You are killing Todd. This is amazing. No, but please hey, please go mean, on. okay, now now, in fairness, though, my unmodified string with no trim thing, look at the traps I have. I don't fucking lift anything. I lift beers. Okay. Right. (laughs) So, you know, it has its advantages.
2: You have to. It's much less to worry about. Right. You don't have to worry about some electronic thing going wrong. You don't have to worry about some mechanical, you know, wizardry (laughs) screwing up. And then you're used to using it. And all of a sudden your trip is is crap now because Mm, your mm. rig doesn't work right. A fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear about the bandit rig, though. That sounds very interesting. (laughs) I'm a, a big fan of the bandits. You you know,
0: you know how you know how yours is when it's unladen, you know, and it's like a little bit of a handful because it's a lot of power and not a lot of weight to keep the wheels stuck down. Exactly, it's like that all the time. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) What kind of sidecar do you have on it? Uh, it's actually I got a I got a Texas sidecar. It's a Texas Ranger, and the weird part is, is I got it from the son of Texas Bob. It turns out. Um. So this was like the last Texas Ranger to be made. Wow. Yeah, it was attached to some shit pile old XS eleven hundred. Which it turns out was Texas Bob's like ride for you know, God, forever. Ride or die. Ride or die. I promptly sold it to Chris from the pace, so it's like making the rounds through podcasts. So if you buy shitty old bikes, it'll
2: eventually find you.
0: <laughs> Wait, do we have our own underground economy? The I'm podcast starting, economy? I'm starting to think. We
2: might we might need to come up with podcoin and run it through a cryptocurrency scheme too, just oh to God. really elevate it. God, I think of the tacos we could buy. <laughs> So how did you, coming, how did you get into sidecars? What even, what even brought you to that? Uh, I, have always, I always
0: wanted to ride Urals, you know? I mean, like, I, 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 love the way they look. I thought they looked super cool. And so we went out and took Vernon's class out in, uh, Hood River when he was still teaching them. Uh, my mm. wife did better than I did because she didn't, uh, hit things with a sidecar like I did. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we we're just we we're just hooked because it's like a to I mean, you know this, it's a totally different thing, right? Like it's oh yeah. It's yet a completely different machine you can play with. Yeah. So, you know, we uh we fell in love with it. My wife is, you know, like five foot three on a tall day. And so a lot of motorcycles don't work for her. Yeah. Sidecars, no problem. Yeah, I wanted something I could pile my kid in.
2: Yeah, that's a plus yeah. two Yeah, yeah, that's how I got that's how I ended up with mine, because my kid was I don't know eight years old and she wanted to ride. She was waiting until she was tall enough to reach the pegs. Mm-hmm. And fifteen minutes into our first ride, she's zoned out, <laughs> sawing logs on the back seat. Oh man! And I'm a I'm a big dude, so I can't imagine can we come off the bike and she's trapped underneath me, right? right. And then I got to yeah. live with that for the rest of my thirty eight yeah. minutes before I kill myself. Mm-hmm. Um. So I thought, hey, let's try a sidecar. We were at an open house at some dealership. And, uh, there was a dude with a sidecar and I said, can you know, I asked him, could my kid climb in the sidecar? He said, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> and, so, uh, that's how it yes. starts. So now she can sleep whenever she wants. It's been almost 10 years and she still sleeps in it. Um, <laughs> my wife was a little tougher sell. She wasn't real excited about it cause it's really low to the ground. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a weird perspective. You know, she's used to riding on the back seat. Yeah. And uh, she eventually got used to it, too. And she, she likes to, she'll read the newspaper, and knit, you know, just kind of hang out. Why is it every wife in a sidecar knits? Like, Chris
0: from uh, from uh Boxer Metal, his wife, she's a prodigious knitter in the sidecar. My wife is like, if there isn't a knitting thing within, like, 10 feet of us now, I will shit my pants. In fact, I can see <laughs> one of the bins underneath the soundproofing full of yarn. My wife knits, but she hasn't tried doing it in the sidecar yet. Well, that sounds like a challenge. That's how it starts. She's going to yeah. Mainly she just she's still in the uh she likes to sightsee in the sidecar. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't take my wife anywhere exciting in them. Oh. There's,
0: there's nothing to
2: see. <laughs> I use it for date night. <laughs> yep.
0: That's pretty much what ours gets used for. And then and then you know, then you use it with the kid. And does your does your daughter do this to you? Does she lean over and be like, "Dad, Dad, you don't have to go slow anymore." Dad, it's okay.
2: You know, she has never, never told me to speed up or slow down, really? and uh, I made sure I got her a helmet with a smoke shield so that I don't have to see any looks of terror. <laughs> uh, the only time, literally the only time she's ever complained about being in the sidecar was we started one day in Columbus, Ohio, and ended in St. Louis, near, near-ish St. Louis, Missouri, and it rained for... I don't know, 95% of the day. Oh, and God. even oh, wow. though she was in the sidecar and she had her rain gear on, she was, she was pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't cold, you know, it was the middle of July. So it wasn't or middle of June. It wasn't that cold, but just the, the constant driving rain all day mm-hmm. long. yeah. And then she got it down the back of her pants. And <laughs> it was over. She was 10 years old at the time and she oh, was yeah. just not having yeah. any it's of that done. shit for the rest of the day. So uh, that's the only time she's ever complained. Um, although now she's 16 and, uh, you know, she takes a little better care of her hair and she wears a little bit of makeup and she's not that into the motorcycle stuff anymore. She doesn't but, want but, the,
0: motor- the helmet hair.
2: The helmet hair. Exactly. I'm hoping that'll turn around in a couple of years. We'll see.
0: Well, you just, just just if she's see if she's 12 and you've got a couple of years before she's like, hey, dad, dad, dad. You know, when I get my car license, I can get a
2: motorcycle license, too. Yeah. You know, actually, she's she's 16 now, um, oh, and uh, she's learning how to drive. She's doing a pretty good job. She's very yeah. conscientious. Like every other 16-year-old that just finished driver's ed, she knows every Everything. single one of the damn rules and <laughs> calls me out on all of the shit that I do wrong, <laughs> which is fantastic, you know, Um but she she said she said originally she wanted to get her her motorcycle license. I was like, you know, let's get your car license first. Have your keep your car license for a year, and then we'll go take the MSF class. As you know, motorcycles
0: we'll are dangerous.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to. I, I've discovered that riding motorcycles makes me a better car driver.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
2: I want her to have the experience of being in the car where she's protected and she can, you know, hopefully not make terrible mistakes, but make some mistakes first because True. that's the thing about motorcycles is they're kind of unforgiving of mm-hmm. dumbass mistakes mm-hmm. when you're riding down the road. That is yeah. a fact. So, you know, I got her a little beat-up Toyota pickup truck, plenty of crush space. You know, it'll only go 60 miles an hour downhill with a tailwind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Manual an transmission. I've driven this truck. Oh, yeah. God, you got her the one with the manual transmission and, like, the, the four-foot clutch lever movement
2: and the 12-foot throw. And, like, she's using two hands to you know, throw you, the damn shifter.
0: Yeah. You could have just got her a
2: Ural. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, I thought about that, too, um, you know, because I'm a little big for a Ural. I feel like when I get on a Ural, the sidecar comes up off the ground immediately. I have to put ballast in it. Um, but I feel like she could handle the Ural pretty easily, especially if it's her first motorcycle, because – you know, I, I like the idea of the Ural, but they're so narrow compared to my sidecar rig. I have oh, yeah. a hard time controlling a Ural.
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You don't, you don't realize how narrow they are until so you ride them. Chuck rode my bandit. Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, yeah, the bandit car comes up easy. And you were like, sticks to the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I had, I, you guys mentioned Claude Stanley, uh, at, at, at various times throughout your show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's the guy that assembled my rig. I did a fantastic job because I bought all the parts used. I got the bike used. I got the tub used and took him oh, to okay. Pennsylvania to get it assembled. And uh I took him the side, the side case on the, you know, the right side of the bike and said, all I care about, I don't want to open it, but I want to be able to get it on and off the bike with the sidecar in place. So my rig is 72 inches wide. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And I got to really work to get the tub up in the air even more so with a passenger. But that translates to some really hellacious straight line stability. Oh yeah. One good. of the one of the dreams I have is to take this thing to Bonneville just to see how fast I can go and not worry about getting a ticket. <laughs> you know? It won't be impressive to anybody out there. Be, what the hell is this guy doing with this giant, you know?
0: It'll be, it'll be impressive to the shithead on the bandit next to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I had a, I had a bandit too. I had a 99 Suzuki bandit that, uh, that I rode across the country. I rode it all the way from basically Washington DC to Crater Lake, Oregon via San Francisco. Um, I rode it all the way out there to wreck it. Um, and then had it shipped all the way back home so it could be totaled. Uh, that was a, a really fantastic experience. Oh, wow. Um, but I still dream about that bike sometime because it was such an awesome. It was like the, 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 the pinnacle of the UJM, yep. you know, it, it just it literally is. Yeah, exactly. And even with carburetors, it was just an amazing motorcycle. Um, at the point that I'd had it, I'd never owned a fuel injected bike yet. I hadn't owned my first BMW yet. Hmm. And I just. The, that bike would go anywhere. It would do anything. It would, even with the one with the fairing, it didn't look goofy. You know, it had tons of power. It was a really, really great bike. And, uh, I've been eyeballing, I'm not going to lie, I've been eyeballing Craigslist looking at the 1250S lately because they're cheap. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, real they're, cheap. They're, they're
0: real cheap. And that, that, that's definitely crossed my mind as well. <laughs> Cause you know, you know that. The 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 niceness of the bandit engine with a little fuel. Yeah, fuel injection. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and
2: they put ABS on them, which makes you feel like you're safer than you really are. Oh, but the Gen 2, oh, but the fucking Gen
0: 2 brakes. Oh, the six-piston calipers in the front on both sides. So good. Six-piston calipers. On each side.
2: It's crazy. So good. (laughs) (laughs) I am ruined for life. Do they even make that bike anymore? No. No. Uh, of course not.
0: No, not the 1200. No. Fuck no. No, well, they stopped. When they made the 1250, they stopped doing the 1200. Cause you know, keep in mind a 1250 is nothing but Chuck's Hayabusa minus a Honda Metropolitan. Okay. <laughs> you take, you subtract a Metropolitan from the Busa and you have a 1250
2: Bandit. There you go. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Just a little bit. <laughs> But I always wonder, you know, and, and it's kind of funny, you know. You asked me about working for the MoA, and and uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the guys and women too, although the women seem to be a little less, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Irritating, um, bitchy, about this particular thing. Women seem to, to accept it a little bit more. Um, it, they look at you funny if you roll up to a BMW event on anything but a BMW, <laughs> and they get they get a little snide. <laughs> And I'm not saying they're not justified because you know, um, you know, it, it's it's a BMW event. They expect you to show up on a BMW, but you know, I, I don't know. About the there's there's so many other wait, motorcycles wait, out there.
0: Wait, wait. So <clears throat> there I am. I'm at the BMW dealership. The 800s have just, and I mean like, months ago, come out. I park the Strum next to the BMW dealership. Chuck and I go and look inside, and they talk to me and try to offer me chest rides and everything. And ignore Chuck. Um, as they do. As they do. As, as they do. do. Um, and I come outside, and there are three people standing around my bike, and they're like, "Oh my God, is this is this the new 800?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Pregnant pause." Yeah. Man, yeah absolutely. Yeah. How is it? Is it good? I'm like, man, this thing is great. It's smooth. It's so reliable. You think it was Japanese. Because <laughs> of course I have
2: BMW roundels on my Strom because I'm an asshole. <laughs> I like your stylus. Now, is that the Strom that you just destroyed the engine on? Yes, that is the Strom.
1: The engine
2: <laughs> is is fully fucked. I have I have to pick at that.
0: I'm, I'm sorry uh, if that's have, a, oh, that you know what it's amazing. cool it's cool because I just bought a Vespa and I've never had a bike with a pet carrier before, so this is exciting.
2: I can't figure out if you're kidding or not.
0: He's well, not. So here's, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about Vespa. Apart from the fact that this is the quote unquote fast Vespa, making two hundred and one horsepower, that's two and then a one. Right. right. Um, when you open the seat with the electric seat opener, yes, I have an electric seat opener. Of course you do, BMW guys. Um, Wait, how take you, that BMW. You push, you push a button and the fucking seat opens. Okay. Yeah. Does, does yeah. It close? Eat, read them and weep, BMW. Do you push a button and you, it closes? You close it with your hand. Oh, like a peasant ripoff. Um, so, BMW improved that. Yep. So, so under there, there's this tub, and it's like a plastic tub that basically fits in the frame. Because that's supposed to be the unibody frame. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a big tub that fits in, and at the front of it, big red and yellow sticker. And it says no
2: pets. <laughs> under the seat under the seat <laughs> they feel like they have to tell you that well here's the thing that every someone every, has done it exactly <laughs> someone has
0: to have done it so naturally what is what is the vast array of assholes online immediately name this under seat storage pet carrier the pet carrier so yeah, it's absolutely. a pet carrier now and for all time
2: or can I you fit a helmet good. in it they always say you know storage blah 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 fits one full size full face helmet
0: Okay, scooter riders, close your ears. Um, real helmets, no. Scooter rider helmets or Harley helmets, yes. Gotcha. So the little, uh, skid lids, you know, the half, half helmets, they'll so fit in there. helmets do not fit. My daughter's helmet would probably, tie...
2: maybe. Ish. Maybe. I'm
0: picturing Fish. Vespas with like holes drilled in the sides
2: for air for the dog. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> maybe a little well, window. <laughs> they're Vespa riders. They're not monsters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You see, the thing that, the thing that blows my mind is if you have a purse dog on a Vespa, why would you put it under the seat? You could clearly put it in a bag right in front of you behind the front cowling.
2: That Absolutely. takes effort.
0: You already have the pet carrier right there. That's true. <laughs> there <is> this, <laughs> and you don't have to, you just have to push the button to get into the pet carrier. Right? Sometimes you're just like, you're in a hurry, you grab toodles, you gotta get to the beauty
2: salon. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only a two minute ride, dog will be fine.
2: Dog will be fine.
0: Oh no, Fifi! Stuff it in there, It'll be fine.
2: You know, well, you do have to, have to figure out how hot it gets under there in the sun to determine whether or not you can leave the dog in there.
0: Right. right. <laughs> well, that's the nice thing. If there's no windows, no one will see it. Yeah, right there <laughs> in the sun, directly on top of the engine, there's no chance in hell. No you know. one will know the dog's even
2: in there. Nah. No. Well, does an engine that small actually generate heat? <laughs> this one is liquid-cooled, so, of yes. Of course it is. So
0: – well, so is that liquid it, beer that you pour on it, or is it no like- wine? Of course. But the <laughs> fuck, no, no, you can. So if you, so in winter you need to use a Pinot Noir. Um, <laughs> in the summer, in the summer you could use a Zin, which is really, let's be honest, the only thing that Zinfandel
2: is actually good for is using as coolant, not for drinking.
0: I drink wine <laughs> from a box.
2: Hmm. Oh. I once You're used not- wine to cook. That's about it. I've never. You're never not ready really- for Vespa's, Chuck. <laughs> no. Well, I'm really curious to find out because you're I mean, you're obviously I don't want to say you're a man, but you know <laughs> I don't want to say that, that either. Came, that came out wrong. I don't want to say I don't want to say it like men don't ride scooters. Mm-hmm. What I want to say is you you're obviously experienced, you you've got you've had a lot of motorcycles, you'd like motorcycles.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Other than expediency, how did you Buy a Vespa on purpose for your own use. Hey, this is our podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just curious. He's I'm, interviewing
0: I'm, us. He can't I'm help himself. Losing. It doesn't turn <laughs> off. He's podcasting all the time. He's in <laughs> bed with his time. wife. He's like, So tell me, honey, how are things going? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop and interviewing me. Get that, that microphone out of my face. You, how'd you get your start here in the bed? <laughs> 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 so, so how long have you been in this house part? you moved in with me? <laughs> Don't come to school today. Tell me all
1: about it. Dad, why do you have the microphone in front
0: of me? You're so lame. God, I'm gonna go buy a civic with a fart tube.
2: <laughs> just to rebel. rebel. Shall make a great
0: podcast bonder. Let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <You're all else. laughs> well, I'm I am genuinely curious because um I've I've never owned a scooter, uh, and I've never really thought seriously about owning one, um, just because it's just literally never crossed my realm of consciousness. I got nothing against scooter riders. I mean, obviously, I'm still talking to you. Um, but, yeah, for now. Uh, but I'm really, I'm curious how you make the transition from riding motorcycles to riding a, a Vespa. So, as, um, a,
0: as a reminder to listeners, scooters are motorcycles with automatic absolute. transmissions and a step through middle. Um, Absolutely. So, the reason, the reason I made the transition to this particular Vespa is, first of all, it's a screaming deal. Um, you know, as soon as as soon as all of my motorcycle friends knew that I was without motorcycle, everyone's like falling all over themselves to get me back on a motorcycle. Yeah. Chuck tried to throw a a, stroma, or a, a, sprint. Me, a sprint at me. It was on fire at the time. But so I talked. Um But but so uh my friend <laughs> Meryl has this this scooter in her garage. And now I've read I've ridden this exact scooter before and I rode it actually up. There's a road that goes up to the ski jumps up in Park City. And she's like, give it a try. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, go take it out for a rip. I rode this thing up the road to the ski jumps and had it over far enough that like, it was almost scraping the edge of the floorboards around the corners up to the ski nice. jumps. This thing is really fun. It's got, it's the, it's the quote unquote modern quote unquote big Vespa. Um, so it's got like 12 inch wheels. Right. Um, so it's, and got, it's what a 250
2: cc's or two, something like this that.
0: This is the 200. Cc. Okay. Um, but even so, you know, I mean then two fifty makes like twenty-two horsepower to twenty-one this makes, so whatever. Um but um it's it's remarkably fun. It's also for me, like if I go fifty miles an hour on my commute, it's a goddamn miracle. The bandit gets into third gear mostly for fuel
2: efficiency purposes. Yeah. And then you have to deal with driveline lash and all that kind of pain in the ass stuff where you know you if you pop on the scooter to go to work. You don't have to shift, you know. You don't have to mess around. You're, you're by the time you get to work, your left forearm isn't, you know, in agony mm-hmm. from sitting in traffic. I think yeah. it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, there's that tense um, moment on any sidecar, even the really powerful ones where you're you're launching from a red light. And you're like, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, because unfortunately, well,
2: physics sucks. You can you can do a wheelie on a scooter and not really hurt anybody. Yeah, including yourself. I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a challenge or not. But yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's it's honestly two two things. Is
0: it's a smoking deal, and any two wheeler I have is basically a commuter vehicle. And right.
2: You can't beat
0: a scooter for a commuter vehicle. I mean, it holds two gallons of gas, and that will take me almost 200 miles. Mm-hmm. You know? No kidding. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I want to get it's, one of those electric kick scooters. Uh, they're so like the limes and the birds. The ones that are all over the freaking town now oh in piles. God, I love <laughs> them. I love them so much. Chuck, Chuck, we have a Lunar's <laughs> test ride in our future.
2: Oh yeah. We totally in, have to.
0: In arrow stitches.
2: Sure. Full hell Oh, you Aero have to stitch. do it in a stitch. You have to do it in a stitch. Full gear. Which by the way, I have an old stitch that, uh, that I'm willing to donate just to find out how flammable they are. What? It's, it's, it, it didn't belong to me. It was, uh, it was donated in a gear drive. Uh-huh. Um, it's a little messed up. It needs some work. So nobody's ever really wanted, it. I, I haven't been able to give this thing away for 10 years. I've been <laughs> carrying this thing. I moved three times and it's still in the same tub that it was in the day I brought it home from the yeah. gear drive. Um, but I, you know, you were, you were wondering about the flammability of aero stitches. Uh, uh And uh, I, I'm willing to I'm willing to take one for the team for science and, and science. Exactly. Science. And find out not only how long does it take to catch one on fire, but once it's on fire, how long will it take it to burn to a crisp and to ashes <laughs> on the ground? Because otherwise you're just playing. If there's no experiment to it, you're just having fun. Huh. OK,
0: then <laughs> I find this experiment unsettling. Does one of us have to be
2: in the stitch the whole time? Oh, now there's a twist I hadn't thought about. That's oh, a rip- <laughs> <laughs> I think we just got to volunteer for that. Chuck, well, you know, know it has been on fire.
0: I I so. have been on fire okay, more so than we, once. So, no. so so I'm going to I'm going to turn the interview turn the interview around on you because I know how oh. we got into podcasting. How did you get into podcasting about motorcycles? Because it's not the kind of thing that you
2: do for the fame and fortune. No. No, there's there's no there's no fortune in it at all, and uh, no fame. Uh, like, do you want me to give you the serious answer, or do you want me to like play along? Eh, a little both. A little of both. Well, to to be perfectly honest, I listened. To, I started listening to podcasts like just a couple years ago, um, and I listened to newsy stuff, mm-hmm. um, because I was in a business that dealt with news, and I needed to be up on the news, and you know, CLA. know what's going, was going on to sue today? No, 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 no. No. NSA. It was FBI. a, it was a, it was a legit front company. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? So, um, and then one day I don't remember how it happened, but I stumbled across, um, uh, what's the name of it? Now I'm not going to remember. They don't do it anymore. The pace Langley. No, it was, a, it was a, a couple of guys, not terribly unlike yourselves talking about motorcycles um, they weren't particularly funny. They weren't particularly on top of what was going on in the industry, but they were talking about motorcycles. So I started, I started looking around for more podcasts about motorcycles and, uh, I listened to a bunch of different ones. I tried some. I liked some. I didn't like some, but I didn't really feel like anybody was talking about the industry. Mm. And that's what I really wanted because I'm, I'm a big news junkie. So I wanted news i wanted somebody to be talking to the people that you know build stuff that do stuff that go places that you know all that kind of the stuff that i find really interesting i always read you know the in a ma- motorcycle magazine you got those 3 or 4 pages that are all the little news articles mm. those are the ones i read first i don't read the fun columns or the gear reviews first i read the news pieces first so i was looking for a podcast that did that and i i couldn't find one that really fit that niche for me. Sure. that so, focus. Yeah. Yeah. So I just decided, you know what? I bet okay. I could do a podcast. Yeah. You know, I, I, it, through my, through my I'm band a trained monkey, I can do this. <laughs> I but can bog mirrors
0: <laughs> through <laughs> my
2: podcasting, uh, through all my experience in, in bands. I've, I've recorded albums. I've produced albums for, for my bands and for other bands. Um, so I, the, I think the big hurdle for a lot of people is trying, just trying to figure out how to record and mm. edit and stitch it together. That's mm-hmm. really intimidating yeah. if you've never done it. I had to go and to film got, school. There you go. For 10 years, probably, just to, you know, be no, able to. No, I only did two before they came out. They keep, yeah. so I, I to, was. I
0: had to go through with Todd saying, I'm not going to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a baby. I can't sleep. What's happening? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> My name's Todd. <laughs>
2: Uh so, I wasn't even remotely intimidated by the editing part um The hard part for me was was finding people to talk to, but luckily, I've got this job with the m o a and hey, guess what? they have advertisers and they have vendors, and they have people that come to the rally to sell their stuff. so I just started making phone calls and sending emails and
0: you I can know your exposure to as many as ten people. As many
2: as <laughs> Well,
0: and now in and, fairness, it's the same 10 people you got from the other podcast
2: that you motorcycles, right. but they, they're those 10 people. Boy, I'll tell you what,
0: they're all MOA members. So that means they've got money.
2: Yeah, exactly. Except I didn't, I didn't really say that, you know, cause, um, n- n- nobody at the MOA had any experience with a podcast. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had to explain what a podcast we, even was to we some know.
0: people. <laughs> yeah. We can't, we can't get them to return calls. They're like the hot, huh? We're like, oh. you know what? Never mind. So, so you know, cause Wes was interfering. He's like, no, that's right. I'm so, not letting you know, any other podcasts. My, in on my that's right. That's <laughs> my podcast dollar. I, that one
2: right I there. Put, I put my finger on that scale and, and I'm ruining you guys secretly behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the reason I got into podcasting is cause I, I couldn't find the podcast that I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to start doing it.
0: It sounds hauntingly familiar.
2: <laughs> is that, that's pretty much how you guys got into it.
0: Yeah, I, 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 we, we got into it partly because Chuck and I are giant idiots, and but the two of us together have a thing. We're idiots together. Yes, idiots we're together. together. We're like an idiot well, duo. And people were like, "You guys are you get you two together, and it's like man, instant entertainment." We're like, huh? Oh, <laughs> there's money to be made in
2: podcasts. We said
0: at one point in time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at one point in time, and then you discovered it's only about thirty-eight cents.
0: Mm, taco,
2: taco. <laughs> Well, I mean, clearly it's not stopping you guys from getting on with your lives. I mean, there's babies, there's Vespas, there's sidecar rigs involved. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there are one or more wives between the two of you. Well, we are in Utah. Utah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, which is, Jeez. you know, it's, it's kind of funny that, that you, you talk about, well, the, pretty much anything I ride is for commuting because, you know, where I live w- almost to the Atlantic Ocean, People here talk about going to Utah to see the sights. You know, that's a big destination for motorcycle riders from the East Coast. I'm going to go to Zion. I'm going to go to, you know, whatever the 85 other national parks there are. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd's always busy.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, we, we used to do ridings like, every weekend we'd go out and just mm-hmm. blitz around. Yeah, until your kid was my kid. <laughs> now, now he's busy. Busy doing stuff.
2: Babies are so much work.
0: Babies Dwarf. are hard. There's so much work. And so how's how's your baby? I got a 3 and a 5 and they're oh. uh, they're great
2: and the 5 year old has just moved into the sidecar like it's hers. Nice. Is the little one out of diapers yet? We're working on it. We're working on. It. That's once they get out of diapers, your whole world changes. You know this cuz well by the time your older one was out of diapers, you had the younger one so you kind of screwed yourself on that but <laughs> at least at, at least you didn't extend it you know you didn't have like one out of diapers and then have the next baby and have to do diapers all over again oh, yeah. but yeah. once once they, that's the two big milestones right when they first start sleeping through the night and you get you get some semblance of sanity back and then when they they don't have to wear diapers all the time anymore and you can you can almost do whatever you want anytime you want. I mean, you might have to take a kid with you, but your whole life changes all over again. stick the kid in a pet carrier on the Vespa and you're fine. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's exciting. I'm kind of excited for you to be, you know, growing up with with two little kids. That's very exciting.
0: I just have one 10-year-old. Yes. Have you noticed that you're more wrong lately? Huh? Have you noticed you're more wrong lately? No, she's actually gotten way, like, more on my vibe. Oh, good. Yeah. So no, I haven't got them to be the young cool dad yet. Oh, okay. i wait, wait for cool a
2: couple dad. years. It'll come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> once she hits 13 or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and listen, don't don't tell him I told you this, but just stick with the one. <laughs> right? Because two two is two is okay. Two you can still go man to man on them, right? Three you got to switch to a zone defense. You're completely screwed. And more than three. You need a job pays a hundred thousand dollars a year just to get by.
0: More than three and you get a series on TLC. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only if you're from Utah. <laughs> I just I just can't I we there's there's a family here in the neighborhood who
0: has a like you know you know those you know those commuter vans that they yes. have? Yeah, yeah. They have one of those to put children in. There's wow. several people at my work with ten kids. Oh my
2: god. Well, I don't want to belabor the point, but Utah. Yeah. Mm, turns you know? out. Yeah. yeah. Turns out. Turns out. Yeah. But uh, having kids is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun, too, because you can you can kind of teach them all the cool things that you wish you'd known when you were little. Even if it's just, you know, how to shotgun a beer, how to properly smoke a cigar or whatever. You can't tell your wife you're doing any of this stuff. This is how you so. smoke crack, kids. <laughs> I don't know if I like like they little, torch. They're, little they're, they're tiny little sponges and they just soak up all this stuff that you do that you think is cool and you can kind of get them doing those things, which means you have somebody to do those things with. Mm-hmm. you know, provided you take the proper safety precautions, you don't want to take your kid to a Black Sabbath concert with no earplugs. Oh, damn <laughs> Hey, when your kids were smaller, how many kids do you have? One, two. I have three. I have two kids, but they're eleven years apart, and one of them never lived with me. Oh okay. wow. Okay.
0: Did since you worked for BMW MOA, when your ch- children were small, did anyone ever get you that tiny twelve R twelve hundred GS, the little electric driven one that the kids can ride?
2: No, no, that didn't happen. That's uh, bullshit. It is, but my daughter was born after I converted to BMW, so she's only ever been around BMWs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So she's, she's like those kids who've been indoctrinated, you know, from an early age into weird religions. So she's only always this, yeah. looking for the menu button to push on
2: mm-hmm. things. She's like,
0: damn, this motorcycle doesn't have a menu button.
2: <laughs> well, she's, she's like a wizard with her smartphone. I don't, I wouldn't know if I put her on an airhead. I, I, I don't know what she'd do. I don't know if she'd be able to control it properly. She needs to be on, you know, one of those TFT screened, you know, mega wizard bikes uh-huh. and she'd probably have no, no trouble with it at all.
0: Like the, like the KTM super adventure,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, which is a wonderful bike. Have you seen, have you ridden one?
0: I've not ridden one. I've just seen them. I've just seen them and touched them and had the KTM representative say he does not want to answer questions about it. To me. Oh, well, wait until he <laughs> fucking meets me. that motorcycle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if you ever get a chance to ride one, my advice to you is not to take your checkbook with you, not to have a credit card with a high limit, because you, you ride one of those 1290s, and you're going to have to go home on one. They're well, absolutely amazing.
0: <laughs> Wes, what, what do you have right now in your stable?
2: Um right now I have my uh my K1200RS uh sidecar rig that's a the BMW with the uh pancake horizontal flat four cylinder engine that puts all the valves on one on the left side um and then I have a an R1200GS I'm one of those guys you know with the GS although I do not go to start like so it's be a little bit slack. Yeah, um, and I've got a KTM 990 adventure that I'm probably going to get rid of next year when that Indian FTR 1200 comes out.
0: And so they can fight Harley and you can you can finally get away from the Germans and the Austrians. Try to speak English for once in your birthless motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I've uh, I've only ever owned one V-twin motorcycle in my life uh it was a honda shadow um i had a bad experience on it a 78 year old woman ran over me oh, while i was riding average. that poor bike um yeah it was really unpleasant not as unpleasant as i imagine catching on fire would be um but it was it no, was pretty actually unpleasant. catching on fire was pretty nice um, I, didn't, I didn't feel okay a, i didn't feel a thing <laughs> how do you catch on fire and not feel a go thing? fast Outrun the fire. Okay, there you go. Was was your bike on fire?
0: Well, the side case and his underwear and my underwear. Chuck's underwear can never survive a
2: trip. And and my pants. Hmm. How did your side side case catch on fire?
0: Um. Well, listeners should enjoy the episode, but it turns out that with (laughs) now this will brace yourself for surprise. The exhaust gas temperature of a turbocharged motorcycle is higher than normal.
2: Yes, it is. There you go.
0: So, the pipe just sort of melted its way into the side case and lit everything inside
2: on fire? Oh my goodness. That (laughs) must be frightening. Like I said, I had no idea. Right. All the flames were behind you. The person had to
0: pull up next to me and wave me gently to the side. (laughs) Pardon me, sir. Have you noticed that you're
2: on a fire? Why no, I didn't. I thought you had to pee. And she, so she had to, she had to tell you on the motorcycle, excuse me, but I've got to go to the bathroom. That seems perfectly reasonable. It wasn't
0: until I pulled over and stopped. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of black smoke everywhere.
2: Mm -hmm." Yeah. (laughs) But so it's been a long time since I had a V-twin and I want to try a V-twin, but I'm not really a cruiser guy. So, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy a Pan America because damn. Isn't the 990 adventure uh, an ultimate? It is an L twin and it's a, it's a, it's a good bike, but I've discovered over the nearly year of owning it and almost, um, eight months of being able to ride it that, it, well, it, it was, it was a neglected uh-huh. bike when I got it. Yes. It needed some work. Um, but it's, it's not, it's not my bike, you know, it's just not the, it's not the right bike for me. It um, needs a menu button. and you know,
1: this <laughs> like is one of the this, yeah, there's,
2: there's, there's no computer on it. There's no, uh, no cup holder. It doesn't have, know how to get so Starbucks. Does it have um, a power, um pet carrier? It does not See, have a power a pet carrier, as a matter of fact. Yeah. It, but it has, it has all the cool stuff like ABS. As a matter of fact, I take that back. That's about the only thing it has is ABS and fuel injection. Other than that, the bike could be 50 years old. I'm so sorry. You know, um, it's it's a cool bike. I, I dig the look. I think it it's a really good tool for people that want to use it the way it's meant to be used. I am just not that guy. This is cool. You know, I have that that dream of being the off-road rider with tons of skill that looks awesome standing up and power sliding into a turn on the mm-hmm. side of a mountain and uh and and I'm not that guy. I just came to the realization I'm not that guy. Uh Right about the same time I realized I'm really not a camper either. You know, and if you if you really ride an adventure bike the way it's meant to be ridden, you have to camp. And I hate camping. So, well, now Todd's broken. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you you hate I'm sorry, camping, Todd. But, but
0: <laughs> and they still let you be in there, Mo? I know.
2: I, is that allowed? No, no, no. He's he's got a he's got a touring bike, so he's he's probably okay. Yeah, I'm okay. But yeah, no, I used to, I used to camp when I was a kid, when I was in Boy Scouts, the first um, probably 10 or 12 years that I rode motorcycles, I camped a lot. And uh, then I got hit by a car and it mangled up my leg and it, you know, kind of damaged my knees and my hips and tweaked my back really good. And camping isn't fun uh-huh. anymore. You know, get, waking up in the morning and having to get up off the ground, it's just, I don't enjoy it at all. So it's probably been... 20 years since I went camping. But I don't I don't miss it. I really I really don't nice. miss it. Hotels, yeah, hotels places.
0: are nice. And hotels I also have other people sleeping <laughs> in them. Not at the same time as you in yes, the same bed unless you want them there. And sometimes <laughs> that just costs extra.
2: Sometimes. But you know the great thing about motorcycle gear is, you know, if it's waterproof, then it's, you know, protects you against other fluids, so yeah, you can sleep in your sleep, sleep, sleep on, top, sleep of the on top of the bed in yeah. my, be in be my hostage.
0: Yeah. Or hang in, in your hammock, that's right. and, you know, mm-hmm. across the room. That would be good yeah. fun. Stranger things have happened. So, I, I wanted to do something <laughs> mm. um, before we, we let Wes go. Okay, We have a listener that sent us an email, and Wes, I forwarded that to you. Oh, God. The list. I did. You
2: did. Let me let me look at my email here. This this listener wants to
0: buy a dual sport bike and sent us promptly the list of all the dual sport bikes ever made and wants an opinion on them because apparently well, I mean they're not all dual sports. I mean it's it's basically a list of starter bikes because he's got a Grom on here. Yeah. So he's got a list of new bikes on the cheaper end that he's compiled. Well, let's let's go to his, his email. So Edward writes, I'm looking to get my first motorcycle. Mm. I really like the styling of a dual sport. Mm-hmm. I really do not like the looks of the sport bikes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what a good bike to learn on is. I have a friend who had a Q-Links Apparel. yeah, And he crashed on it and is not yeah. been on the back, so he wants to get something smaller, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's got this list of bikes that he has sent us and i have forwarded it to you and he would like to know our opinions about them, except for the RPS Chinese bikes, which he's already kind of rolled out because they're Chinese and fuck that noise. Well, and he wants to buy a new bike. Uh, yeah. I, I got to agree. This is a really, I, I know this is, this I is mean, like some just, efficiency expert. This, this is, this, is, a, is n- this was a person who looked up nerd in podcasts and thought we were something different.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. But, you know, just looking at this list, I mean, without even looking at the Mm -hmm. details, this this guy belongs on a BMW. (laughs) Just
0: just by the the sheer amount of of carefulness and and
2: data of data, you know, but but in all seriousness, let me let me look at the list. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get a Grom because I'm six foot two. Uh, and yeah, over 300 pounds, so I would just sit on all these bikes, yeah, and, and see if they see actually which,
0: fit. Which one? Yeah, you know, put your ass on the bike and see if it fits you. Because there is a world of difference between a yeah. Grom and like a G310 GS. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's put the yeah. seat height, I mean, its weight and stuff, but I mean, you got to go sit on these things first. You 100 have to sit on. Them.
2: You if you can really get a do. test ride,
0: so much the better.
2: Yeah, or find someone. Yeah. And that. That was my mistake with the 990. I bought it from a friend who who needed to get rid of it. And, uh, I did not sit on it first. I didn't sit on any of them first. I'm like, Oh, it's a, it's a 990 adventure. It's an adventure bike. I'll be fine. And yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't even, these are all all tiny bikes. They're teeny tiny. What's, what's a WR250R? Is that a, is that a dirt bike? Okay. That's an expensive dirt so bike, $6,800, 6700 dirt bike. to
0: listener Edward. A, put your ass on the bikes. B, for your first bike, do not fucking buy a new bike. Find something that runs well and is pretty oh. disaster. Yeah, I, I yeah, always point to, you know, buy a used Ninja 250. Yeah. Drop two grand on that, then you won't cry and, when you drop it on the ground. And if you're not into that, you buy a Nighthawk or you buy a TU 250 right. or a you know a shitbag dual sport dirt bike. But a Ninja 250 is barely a sport bike. Barely. I yes. mean, it's a standard riding position. It looks vaguely sport bikey. It looks sport. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the look. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, if you want to hang out with the Kickstand Club, you got to have the Ninja 250. You can't go hang out with a Kickstand Club on a freaking Grom. A Rubble you could get pretty cheap. <laughs> I, yeah, I would not want to buy a
2: new one as my
0: first no. bike.
2: Now, nah. nah. now let somebody else take the hit, both on the cost and on the mm-hmm. crying after they yep. damage it the you're first probably time. I'm going
0: to have it a year or
2: two. At most, yeah, a couple of years, and you, then you unload it, flip it, or something else. Well, and if you buy
0: a used one, you could flip it for the same amount you bought it for. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason yeah. I bought the Vespa is I know that I could probably flip the Vespa in a year or two for the same amount I bought it for.
2: That's brilliant. That's just good economic mm-hmm. sense right there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you keep your wallet happy and your wife happy and you still yeah, get to ride a motorcycle. On. But, but only in well, the, undersea pet areas. Oh,
0: oh, oh, you don't have those on <laughs> well, BMWs. Oh, huh. it's, it's okay. No. It's not a contest. If you somewhere, have, oh, somewhere in a lab in Germany, someone has perfected, <laughs> at, at last push the come- button. And all the side cases and top cases and tank cases open at once with lights. At last, we can put the kitties into these side cases. Hey, that's not the kitty. That has a mask. Oh, no.
2: You know, I have a a, a friend who who I will not embarrass by saying her name on the air, Tina Baker, um, who had a pet carrier modified to fit on the back of her motorcycle where you would put a trunk. And she carried her dog around for thousands of miles in that thing, put little dog goggles on him and carried him around for I thousands of miles. He loved
0: I've I've got a, a case that I'm thinking of just cutting a hole right in the top so I could do that.
2: It worked. Put my and it was awesome. And hers was, was...
0: judge people.
2: <coughs> does he does he does he Always judge you? One of those... I've never ha- I've never had a dog. Um, because I've always been, uh, well, I've been married for uh, eight, tw- 23 years, and my wife ah. is a cat person, um, so we've had cats, mm. always cats, and cats are just assholes. Um, I-, I fully believe that. but I- So i never lived with dogs, but they have those eyes, and I just feel like they're very judgy eyes. I'll be making sweet, sweet love to my wife, and I'll look off to the side, and there's those little brown
0: eyes looking at me. You know, you know, they do have doors that close. And he he points he points two little fingers of his paw at his eyes, and then at my
2: eyes, and then <laughs> at his eyes. It's really creepy. Does he does he howl when your wife? You know, no, that's a personal quiet. question. I, I don't really alive. feel comfortable. He grumbles.
0: Anyway, back to the listener's question. <laughs> Go sit on the bikes. Oh what right right right. The pet carrier that you like Go best. S- his okay. His dream is to yeah. take a
2: minimalist cross country road trip. Minimalist cross country. <laughs> well, i I think we should. Uh, I think we should definitely direct him to d- first trip on the Trans America Trail. I mean, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna go, go big. <laughs> well, uh,
0: I, I'm trying to come up with a world in which I can, in good conscience, recommend that. I was just gonna say, go for I, it. Yeah, it'll you... be great. I would just be
2: looking at these
0: there'll little, be no cry at the two fifties,
2: yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. A 250 is big enough to go on roads with Mm -hmm. some traffic. You know, maybe not, you know, I 40, but, you know, surface streets that have some cross traffic and some cars going the same direction you are. Um, and you can, you can kind of keep up with that traffic for a while, but they're, they're light. They're very minimalist if that's what you're into, you know, um, I think a 250 is a good place for him to look, but you're 100% correct. you got to sit on him and get a used one. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, if he does um, a pair of Groms on a cross-country trip, mm-hmm.
2: that could be a funny YouTube
0: series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. I'm also going to suggest to Edward, Edward, you should seriously take a look at Andrew Payne's book if you haven't already, because he literally wrote the freaking book about what you're describing. Yeah, look up yeah. Andrew Payne. Yeah, absolutely. Did, did you know Andrew was on oh, my show? Well, Andrew's been on our show too. Twice. I've met Andrew. In it's person. not a contest. He's I've been, hung out with him. I haven't.
2: I proofread his I haven't quotes. met him. Not that it's awesome. a contest. He's a he's he a really nice a guy. guy.
0: I hung out with him. Did did I mention that? Him and I are you, you may have mentioned close personal it. friends. we uh, tight. here it goes. Yeah, we're tight. Doing. Hey, did you know I'm close personal friends with Eric Buell?
2: We are. Tiny. I did not know that.
0: We it's a thing. we stood cool. underneath a full moon, naked one night, and cut Wait, our palms and did like a blood oath. I'm 99.9% sure so that shit didn't happen. Bond, it's we were tight. Super, his secret, secret godfather to his child. It was at thing. that point that the phone was hung up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Click here. Yeah. So I was going to ask, you know, when when you when you parted, did you steal all this technology away from him so that you uh, ensure the failure of his no, business no, really. yet again? I,
0: I didn't have to steal his technology for that to happen. All I had to do was say, I want to buy <coughs> this um, S.X. Here's my deposit. And they closed a week later. Yeah, you checked him right out of business. I chucked yeah. him out of business. So, Edward, that. sit on the bikes. Go read Payne's book. Find the one that works for you. Because the one that you're comfortable on, all the rest of the shit. And there's going to be a thousand people online with a really good opinion. The ones comfortable for you is the one you can actually take a trip on. The one that you look forward to riding yep. is, yeah. is the one you want. Yeah. Don't get it new for your first year. Like okay. Um And you can finance a used bike mm-hmm. through your local your bank. bank, credit union. So if, if it's a financing yeah. thing, that's your problem. You can go go local, and you can find someone who will finance it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they're they're usually pretty cool about it as long as the bike is, you know, less than five years old or something like that. They have they have rules, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, you can God you finance a God used bike. I did it. You give a loan for fucking anything.
0: I'm like, I need to buy a lot of tacos. I've been
2: in business with them for, like, over a decade.
0: So, you know. They like you. So I smell they like just, money. They I'm love money. You. you. They are probably the only people in the world you smell like money to. I think so. <laughs> they,
2: have, they have realistic expectations. Well, you know, the only way to change their expectations is to take the loan and then sure. not pay them back. And then maybe they'll there's learn. Your, there's your pro tip for them. For them. <laughs> Don't pay
0: back loans, kids. So, so, Wes, where can people go to listen to more Wes if they want more Wes?
2: If they want more, we if they want more the west. They can go to so no one can find it. But go ahead, and so say proceed it. by just, all means, just for fun. Oh, that's, that's I would expect nothing less. Um, they can go to chasing the. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good beep noise. Yeah, I can I can tell. Um, uh They can go to chasingthehorizon.us. And then you
0: also have a you have a YouTube series where you actually work on bikes. Well, right?
2: Yeah, that uh the, the it's German words nicht Uber Max. Nicht
1: Uber Max.
2: And it just it's uh it came off a dipstick from an airhead, uh which is an airhead, do you yeah. know what an airhead is? I've dated a few. Okay. Well, not everybody does. It's a specific a specific era of BMW a specific BMW time BMW frame BMW. of motor of BMW motorcycle. Oh God, I could um it came off the, the dipstick, oil dipstick of an airhead, and it was the top line, you know, don't put more oil than this in it, Nick Duber Max. Um and so it's a. I used to work part time at a BMW shop and uh and that was you know where where it all got started. And uh yeah, I, that was just my kind of half assed attempt at doing a a tech video for an article that I wrote, and then I got a couple more questions about stuff. And I'm kind of, I buy used bikes that have been wrecked and are kind of crappy, and so there's always something to do. And Chuck's I thought,
0: looking at me right if now I can now screw I something
2: know. up, <laughs> <laughs> is he giving you the same two finger thing yeah, that his it dog seems does? Like that. Buy crappy bikes that <laughs> don't quite work. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, I like doing the videos and, you know, I have fun because I, I learn stuff as I'm going along and I figure if I can learn stuff and keep people from screwing up the same things I screwed up, then, you know, I've, I've done something positive for the world and it might be the only positive thing I ever do. So why not throw it out there so, on the internet?
0: Go and check out Wes's videos so you can screw up new and novel stuff. Wes, thanks so much for <laughs> being on with us, man. Well, thanks for having me guys. Yeah, it's this is been a cool. lot of fun. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get the hookup with you in Vegas. Absolutely.
2: Uh, me, yeah, absolutely. I I'm, I'm really excited possible. about it this year. Well, you know, if you're like I said, if you're gonna play, man, play. It's 2018.
0: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, he's much hipper than us. <laughs> I'm getting that. I'm getting that. Even even if he does, even if he does work for the the you know BMW moi. Um, you mean the CIA? The moi. The NSA? Moi. The D L C moi. The T S F A. what? Hey, I'm a member mm-hmm. of You're a moi? I have a card. Oh. Okay. They send me a magazine every month. Oh well. Oh. That's how I remember I You know I, the Sidecar Association does too. But I've got their panic book too. Oh. from the be moi. The be- be moi panic book? Yeah. Yes. Where it's all these people with no information listed mm-hmm. saying "Don't contact me, They're fuck <laughs> off and die." The sidecars are all like, "Yeah, you can crash in my yard." <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about sidecars? Yes, excellent. <laughs> the BMWs look like, "I'm sorry, you, you can't make it past the gate to my community." Yeah, um, so yeah, give me a call and I will give you the temporary my um, gardener's H- code. My HOA doesn't allow me Tense. to have no, no that no. no yeah. Very sorry, we need a certain class of people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm sorry yes Yes. you're you're brownish if you walk around with these hedge clippers i think you'll be okay yeah just just hold hold this this is a weed whacker just just don't talk to anybody don't tell them you're with me. and put this hat on okay that's perfect (laughs) excellent do that this will go great do that all weekend long Angry calls. (laughs) Go. Which is funny because the BMW people think they're so cool. When's the last time you saw a BMW with a pet carrier? It's going to happen. I'm going to put one on the GS. I'm going to have a judgy little schnauzer schnauzer with me. Mm -hmm. He already has goggles. Sure. He's been a hero. I'm going to give him a little white scarf. Yep. yep. (laughs) Call him the red bear. Naturally. (laughs) Naturally. Speaking of white scarves, mm-hmm. I am taking part in the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride this year. Oh, neat. That's the one where you dress up like fancy and mm-hmm. old-timey and ride around, I'm assuming the Ural. Yep. Cool. Yeah, they actually have bike re- restrictions. You can't just show up on any bike you want. Really? It actually has to fit one of their categories. Oh, okay. And the, the Ural fits. Gotcha. What, what? Okay, now I have to ask, what are the categories? Um, Stuff like cafe, mm-hmm. bobber, Old school chopper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the modern classics from Triumph count. Has to be vintagey looking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't. I can't pull up on the bus and I'd be like, "Let's go." I can't just slide sideways in the bandit and be like, "Bitches!" Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, stop! I'm gonna run away, and they're gonna try to catch me, and they're gonna be like, eh, eh, eh. <clears throat> "Sir, there will be fisticuffs." forward-facing fisticuffs Mm -hmm. Mm. do you see the kanji you know that means i know kung fu (laughs) that that's not what that clearly says nose kung fu on it (laughs) no no it says nose kung fu because you have quite prominent schnauzer sir Uh, your schnauz is impressive Mm -hmm. nose kung fu (laughs) and could possibly cut through the waves Mm-hmm. like a good bowel spirit thing. yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. is that the sound your nose makes as it cuts through the air no it basically makes a crunch nose the, and it bleeds profusely the, the air <laughs> air comes rushing back in i don't need to break this fucking nose again it's already a mess inside <laughs> but uh yeah me and my wife will be doing it cool yeah it would be fun uh, it's, it's, apparently it's, i don't have a ride for it. vespa's they were, there was a category it's for not as vintage Vespa. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's considered a modern Vespa, uh, but it's vintage-ish. I I sent the the link to Melinda. Mm-hmm. She said her Vespa not qualify. Okay, mine probably doesn't. Yeah. So they they had some kind of clarifier about the mm-hmm. Vespas because that was included those mm-hmm. kind of scooters. But what if what if I showed up on an orange Vespa 125 Supersport with a big P sticker on it and a mysterious triangular thing on the front wheel? And then hit people with a base, which had an inexplicable pull starter on the back. That's vintage right? Right? No. A, would you want to ride that Vespa? Well, yeah, I'd want to ride it. Yeah. But I'm not that discriminating. Okay. That's true. <laughs> true. And plus, you'll need to dress the part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can pull it off. I was kind of curious about the whole safety thing. Mm-hmm. That definitely, That that's the thing that would spring to my mind is like, Hmm. So one thing they do, I notice, is um, you have to actually register for the ride before yeah. you get to see the route. Sure. Okay. And the route um, is actually just all surface streets. Sure. There's no freeway involved. It's maybe a forty-five, thirty to forty-five minute ride at the most. Sure. Well, it's mostly one big long Instagram photo op with sepia tone. If you set your cam, if you set your Instagram on your phone to anything but sepia tone, you're kicked out instantly. <laughs> instantly, sir. You need to leave. I will be wearing a bow tie. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Yeah. The best. Mm-hmm. You know. I think my wife will dress up in clothes she did for our engagement photos. Okay. Let's be honest. Are you going to use a clip-on bow tie? You're actually going to tie I'm wow. going to try to tie that fucker. Get that fucker symmetrical. There oh, is nothing okay. as stupid looking as an nice asymmetrical bow tie. Straight up. I, I will have to practice. Good plan. <laughs> you don't want to be that goober. Or do I? Well let's face it, I'm kind of that goober in real life. That's so. fair, that's fair. You gotta, you gotta play to, Go with what you know, right? <laughs> Maybe I can get a monocle. <laughs> That'd be really hard to ride. Why is my death perception. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> What have you learned this week, Chuck? Uh, I'm a goober. I have also learned that you're a goober. I've learned I've learned that. Having a safe place to carry your pets is important. (laughs) That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm a goober. Ride safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help. Write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production. All rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Wait,
2: what? You are you still uh, recording? But it's, no, just it's just running. Just the background. <laughs> all right, because this this cannot get out. Um, but people who, you know, just to do being responsible
1: for are in your mandibles.